Hey folks, Ross here, just apologising that this week's episode is a little bit late. I was moving house this week, so I'd scheduled the episode ahead of time, and I guess uh, that didn't go through, so I am uh, uploading it now for all you to enjoy. Just uh, a reminder that actually Ben and I are going to be doing a game stream this week on Wednesday during the day. Australian time. I'm not sure exactly what time, so keep an eye on the socials, but you can hit us up at twitch.tv. The nice thing about the day stream is, for you Aussies who are at work, you can tune in as kind of like work noise, and if you're in somewhere like the States, uh, you might be able to join us in the evening, so hopefully we'll see you there. And now, we continue. With Harold and Meredith heading off to their appointment with a Minotaur, Potentia, you're left with with Aldwin, who is pretty shaken still, given his uh, recent recovery from some mind uh, altering, uh, getting. Mm, becoming aware of where you are during a fight a battle involving a large tree creature um, a druid uh, mushroom necromancer and a unicorn I mean when you put it like that Um, so after Harold chased him through the woods with his spirit, uh, hawk, brought him back to the group, and you've, you've walked out of the woods together, uh, you volunteered to, to take him back to campus. Yes. Uh, the others have an appointment that they cannot miss. Exactly. Um, as they need to assume the, the identities of Frederick and Felicity for their... Their pseudo, uh, their fake... Their personae, their alibis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you probably flag down a carriage. Yeah, 100%. Uh, not, a. Uh, we're not walking. That's, that's yeah. not happening. Um, so the two of you are sitting in this carriage, uh, heading back towards Ferromasters University, and Aldwin has this kind of, like, uh... I'm not sure what the conversion is for 50 yards into feet, but a 50-yard stare, like a 500-foot, 1,000-foot stare. You, what is, is what you're trying to get across the 1,000-yard stare? That's the, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is in feet. In feet. Anyways. Uh, well, 1,000 yards in feet is 3,000 feet. So it's a 3,000-foot okay, well, stare. It's a 3,000-foot stare <laughs> as they um, just stare out of the carriage. But you're probably fine with the silence, to be honest. If I if I understand Potentia at all, yeah, I think she would 100 percent though be like, 
non-magically eyeing him up and down just to make sure that he's like I don't want to say okay because I think she would acknowledge that he's probably not okay but Mm -hmm. that he's not like too freaked out too like Mm -hmm. yeah He's, he's not negatively affected in a way that's gonna be like a trauma problem a month and a half from now kind of thing um, do you want to give me an insight roll? Sure. 17. 18. 18. Okay. I can add one to that. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not doing great. Mm. Uh, you can see that while he is kind of staring off into the distance... He's also... The way his eyes kind of flick around, you get the impression he's kind of doing, like, some mental sorting of things, like, of, like, events. Yeah. Trying to piece things back together. Yeah. Oh, Alderman, um, are you... I mean, I don't want to say are you all right, because that's... You're not all right. Are you? Uh, and he he looks at you, but he's he's looking like almost through you. Uh, and then he kind of like blinks, and his eyes refocus, and they come back to you. Sorry, what did you say? You're not all right, are you? And she looks at him in that like piercing I've been staring into your soul even though you haven't noticed I've been sitting here kind of way mm, mm-hmm. you don't really know Aldwin very well do you like you've no. seen him have you seen if you've seen him around like once I saw him at the party with Meredith yeah and I think that's basically it. so you're, you're you two are virtually strangers yeah you you know each other through association, and yeah. that's that's it. You've heard about him, but he probably I mean, doesn't know. In terms of the context of Meredith, forgetting it, like Meredith and Harold just kind of being bad at names is probably about the. I don't really know anything about him as a person. Yeah. Well, you've also know that uh, he asked Meredith out. Yes. Um, but I don't think he knows like anything about you nope. apart from you are Meredith's friend. I mean, there might have been... I, I don't know how much um, information he has gleaned about the bridge, either. I don't know I what think, information exists in the rumour mill. Yeah, I think the reporting for most of the bridge has left off the individual's names. So I, so he looks at you. I'm... I mean, now better than like an hour ago but not great no generally not great can I ask I I know you don't know me very well Um, can I try and help you fill in some gaps I don't I don't know if I know enough to be helpful, but I can 
And she's sort of like trying to be helpful in a like, I think more information will be the thing that you need, but also I don't want to just be like, here are words that mean things that you don't have any context for. Have you ever talked yourself into doing something and it goes wrong and then you immediately regret it? I know what regret is like. I I don't... It tends to take... As she sort of looks down at herself and back up. It tends to take elves more time than average to make decisions. So... Right. I'm not one for snap decisions, but I, I can appreciate the feeling of regretful choices. Because I, I am not what some people would consider to be a brave person. But I, I worked up the courage to do something, and it went not great. And... Sorry, I'm trying to work out how I got from where I was to where I am now. And uh, I don't... Where were you that you last recall? No, I... I mean the decisions I made to get here. Decisions tend to be like uh, um, a ball of yarn or um, the, the lint fluff string that you find in your pocket. They wind up on themselves, so... Sometimes talking can pull those apart. Mm. And she says this, and as she hears herself say it, she's like, which is the one thing that you do not do in her own head. It's the like, ah, mm, hello, pot. I'm Kettle. Um, Mm. I, I guess I found myself in a bit of a low place without too many people to talk to I don't have a lot of friends I spend a lot of my time uh, observing kobolds I study kobolds my PhD Um, I spend a lot of my time observing kobolds and I don't have a lot of friends in general um I thought well I anyway I I met someone and it but um and then I found myself with uh talking to some of the the green fraternity um, initially, I just thought they wanted to uh, have me donate money. I don't have much money, but we just, you know, we just started talking, and I think it was the longest conversation I've had in weeks at the time. 
then I just kind of kept talking to them. And then I went to an event and then I was helping them. And then I went, I went with them to, into the woods for something. It was a party, I think. And then, then I remember coming kind of, not coming to because I was awake, but it was like, like curtains being pulled away and my vision suddenly became clear and I understood where I was. And it wasn't a good place. There was a fight. Uh, you know, you know, you were there, I think. Uh, yeah. And he just kind of like his, his his vision kind of just lowers down to the the floor of the carriage. Alduin, um, loneliness is um. Loneliness is a tricky thing that we often don't identify in ourselves. But it is something that people can choose to... And she sort of looks like she's searching for a word because she doesn't want to say the word that's immediately come to her mind, which is exploit. Uh, but she doesn't want to say that to him. Mm -hmm. That people... Um, can identify in others and use for their own ends instead of something that is beneficial to you. And I am not saying that you did anything wrong, but it sounds to me like someone wanted something from you that was more than you could see at the time. He's just kind of like slowly nodding it you say you like kobolds um have you tried places like the adventurers guild or um i don't know the uh the have you spoken to people in any of the societies that are more focused on the things that you spend your time doing um I mean I think there's I think there's like a bird watching society but I don't want to watch birds no but that might be one of those things where you could maybe go along and be like, hey, I, I'm not really into ornithology, but you like to watch other creatures and maybe you could meet some people who you have things in common with, like, you know, the ways that you maintain being invisible to the... Co I, I'm not a zoology 
monsters, creatures, person. But does that make sense? Yeah. It's just hard to make friends, you know? Like, you go to an event and there's just... You don't really know anybody. Sometimes it's a case of putting yourself in a situation where you have to do things. Like, I don't know, is there a... Uh, that The first week I was here, there was a... Um, Postgraduate society did like a scavenger hunt thing. Yeah, they had to do and had to be together, and they kind of threw everyone together. Did they do those reg? I don't know. I didn't go here as an undergraduate. I I can't. Are you saying I need to go to events where they force people to interact potentially? Like he like he like you can see there's a smirk to him now. Like like. There's something about this conversation which has lifted his mood. Not, I mean, force isn't the word. Everyone's there where they know that they're likely to be thrown together in different groups or whatever. Those kinds of settings might be good for what you're saying you're lacking. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's one of those things where, like, being in the right location at the right time can can make it much easier. As I say, I, I don't know. I, I you know more about the campus, it seems, than than I do. Yeah, I guess I'm just more of a stand on the sidelines and and watch people then interact with them kind of person i want to interact with people i just don't know how i mean i'd almost be inclined to say that there are better people than me to talk to about that not exactly a joiner I mean, you seem like you've got some friends. I went to an event where they threw people together, Aldwin. That I speak from experience. Okay. I don't know. Maybe the... Uh, I don't know. What do you like other than kobolds? I, 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 I don't care about kobolds. I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. But they're so cool. I appreciate that you think they are cool. Um, I do, but I grew up in another country and I don't know that I necessarily have the same affinity for things that live underground as some people. Okay. Um, what else do I like? I mean, don't, don't, take, don't take my word as the, as the gospel on that, though, because I... Just one person. There's definitely other people who wouldn't mm. care more about kobolds than I do. But yeah, what, what else is? What else do you like? I guess. 
Um. No, I've I've kind of just been focusing on my research topic for so long. I I don't know anymore. Well, maybe it's time to find out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll find some special interest clubs and see if I have any other special interests. You never know what you might find. There's certainly um, interesting people across the campus, really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. sort of trails off and just looks at him like it, it's that look of someone who's like I don't know I got real lucky and I, I don't really know how I got lucky but I did so fair okay I don't know if there's much more conversation you two have in this carriage ride he can't like he he there's not much more he he really shares. He just kind of like Does thinks. Does Petra have a like? She I feel like she, not intentionally, but kind of keeps tabs on upcoming events on campus. Not because she necessarily is going to go to them, but just so that she's aware of their existence. Like the next Mugby match, because Gore probably cares to ask her about it, or the next Enigma Society event, or the next like if the postgrads are having a sundowner or whatever. Um, are there any of those kind of events that are coming up next that are like big group events where people of lots of different types might end up in the same place that she well, knows the about? Postgraduates have an event every, uh, every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, the Law Society has... Uh, like a ball coming up, but that's probably not the thing you'll look kind of thing you'd not suggest. Really. Um, there would be a home mugby game coming up soon, uh, because they've had their away game. That's enough. Uh, I, I can work with that. You can, um, if you wanted, you can. You can make something up as well. No, I know. I just didn't want to like completely make something up. I just wanted a sense to make sure that I knew kind of what was already going on. Um, so she's just—it's probably getting towards they're getting towards campus, and this is sort of yeah. something that's occurring to her as they're coming through the gates. Mm-hmm. Oldwin, um, sorry, I don't want to interrupt your three thousand foot stare moment, but um. I was thinking about things that are coming up on campus that might be something to think about going to. Yeah. So, you know how every week the Postgraduate Students Association has their, like, evening thing? Thursdays, I think? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's there's that, but there's also that upcoming Mugby match, right? So what if you went to one of the Sundowners close to the mugby match and suggested people might want to go 
together as a group of postgrads, even if it's people who are not from necessarily Ferramusters, but as a a way to go together to something where talking doesn't have to happen, but can be incidental. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I don't drink particularly much, which probably doesn't help with socializing. Sometimes it feels, but there are there are there are games and things at those postgraduate things, right? Yes, I think if you find um, gore at any of them, you, you'll be fine. Um, He's that big barbarian guy, right? Yes. Um, mm. And what I was seems say, intimidating. Um, I can appreciate why you would think that. Ask him about um, pastries, and I think he'll be fine. Pastries. Okay. What I was yeah. also going to say was, there are also societies, I'm sure, who need someone who is reliable and going to show up to make sure that other people... Um, how do I put this? Um, don't make bad decisions? Mm-hmm. sometimes okay. those people are few and far between and you can become an incredibly important person uh, in that kind of situation that'd be that'd be gods what happened to the bridge I would recommend that is something for you to read up on <sighs> it seems like you've been gone for a while I guess so. Jeez. Is there a reaction from Potentia as he notices the bridge? Oh, that response is 100% heard as being like, I do not want to talk about that, but probably not. Like, she has been for weeks not talking about the bridge. Okay. So I don't know whether that is something that is not just coming out as a you need to read up it in in your own time type don't talk to me about it I don't want to talk about it and it could come out either as a I've talked about this too much I don't care or a I don't want to talk about it okay um I'm gonna roll an insight at disadvantage he doesn't know you uh and maybe you should roll a deception at advantage um, to see if he picks up on anything. He's going to be not good at this. He wrote a four on his insight. So what's your de- deception at advantage? Uh, well, the first deception is a 16. So oh, I yeah. rolled a second one, but I can if yeah. you want. But... I, don't think, I don't think you need to. Uh, yeah, he doesn't, 12, so yeah. yeah, he doesn't pick up anything from you. He doesn't know you. He doesn't know your, your facial features, your gestures and things. So, no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, maybe go to the Sundowner this coming week and ask the people there. So, what's the date? I guess my question to you, Ben, is how many weeks is it since I saw him at the party for... um, So it's over four weeks because we've had a moon cycle. Yeah. So is it six weeks? Is it eight weeks? It's... It's like six weeks since... Uh, hang on. Is it like eight seven? weeks now? Yeah, I think it's like seven weeks since the Halloween party. Okay. 
So I'm just going to look at him and be like, well, I, I saw you last. And she does this very gently in a like, I don't know why you've asked this question. This seems like a thing and I'm not wanting to press any buttons. Well, I last saw you the, the moon festival thing party at Griffin Hall. And that was seven weeks ago, I guess. Who do you ask, Aldrin? And he, like, his mouth just kind of falls open. I guess I've lost more time than I thought. I think you might need to go check in with the Postgraduate Students Association anyway, and probably with your supervisor. And, like, at the mention of his supervisor, his eyes go wide, and he's just like, oh, no. (laughs) Kate's reaction, too, is like, oh, yeah, no, like, seven weeks of no supervisor, that's gonna, yep. Yep. Uh, Look, uh, I know you don't really think you can explain, but maybe you need to, or... Maybe you should go and talk to a cleric first. Do I need to speak to the guards? Am I a missing person? I don't know, Aldrin. Maybe go speak to a cleric first. Because then you can be checked over properly anyway. I think there's a medical... There's a medical campus right because so, the- yeah there is yeah so um, i'm actually gonna she's gonna reach like ha- the carriage she's just gonna like sort of lean out to the carriage driver and just ask that they be slightly redirected to mm-hmm. as close mm-hmm. to the medical center as they can get yep. well the road uh will pull up pulls up is able to pull up next to the medical center because yes. it's on the edge of campus yeah um so he'll like oh, okay and he'll yeah. turn the horse um, I did like steering wheel motion for a second. I'm like, that's all right. Just like, what? That, that's is, okay. So steering wheel on a no, Got it. No, no, no. no, no. Pull, you pull. No, no, it's just you pull. Twisting wheel. That's fine. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's one that's been attacked by a. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. been attacked. There's a wheel, and when you turn it, it pulls the reins. So that they don't get um, calluses on their hands. They just get to like steer a wheel. Okay. Yeah, and and. <laughs> Uh, sometimes they attach a single like uh, spinning knob bit so people with only one arm can drive like that's what the knob that's why it was invented is to help people with only one hand to steer carriages if they need it yeah exactly nailed it best bit of law we've ever come up with (laughs) our our horse drawn carriages have steering Steering wheels wheels. (laughs) Uh, which makes the carriage makes the like Street races, so much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm 100% putting that on Twitter now, just for fun. Um, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so you uh, you pull up to the medical center, um, and you and Alvin get out. You pay the driver the amount. We're not keeping track of that. It's fine. It's some amount of silver. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It comes out of a university stipend. Yep. 
which you've been collecting every month at the start of the month. We just haven't been doing it since the first time. Yeah, because it's just like a default thing. And I probably like walk past that building enough that I'm like, oh yeah, this is the routine. Exactly. On way to office. Uh, so you, you get to the medical center. Are you walking him in? Or are you just like, okay, this is where you need to go. I'm taking him in. Because okay. I don't trust that he's not going to wander off and not go, if that makes sense. It's her suggestion, so she's going to make sure he's... Okay. Um, so, yeah, you walk into the medical center and it's, uh, you know, the white tiles, um, got that clinical kind of vibe to it, and there's a, a Warforge uh, nurse behind the counter Yep. Um, doing paperwork. Hello. Yes. Sorry. Um, I just, we just, some friends of mine and I just, uh, she sort of looks at him and, and goes, rescued? It's probably the right word. Um, yes. Um, Alderin here, um, he's lost at least the last six-ish weeks of memory. Um, I don't, I'm not a cleric or me- medically minded at, at all. Um, ah, okay. Um, if, well, if he knows his, his name, we can get started on some paperwork and, and then we'll have the doctor see you. What was your, what was your name? Uh, Aldwin. Okay. Aldwin, fill out this paperwork, uh, and I'll have the doctor come and see you as soon as they can. Okay. Uh, so he'll take the paperwork and like, I'm f- I'm feeling like this is like a clipboard with like an inbuilt like inkwell for a quill. Yeah. Or it's a pencil. Oh yeah, pencils exist. <laughs> That's it's so much easier. That's pencil. The space pen moment all over again. <laughs> yeah, so much easier. Pencil. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll start filling that out. And sit down. Yeah. Thank you for. And you can see him, like, searching for the words. She's the- just going to, like, try and stop him from saying anything and just be like, a more vertically challenged friend of mine would be mad if I hadn't at least gotten you this far. But I don't know that I'm going to be any more help. So I'm going to leave you here, if that's all right with you. Yes. Um, thank your friend for me. She just sort of curtly nods in, but not in a like rude way, but in that same, that same energy of like, uh-huh. Uh, and is going to step to sort of, to, to look at the warforged nurse to make sure mm-hmm. that she's clear to leave. Oh yeah, no nurse. Nurse Cold Hands has this situation, and you know, well. So like, it's it's more that thing of like, cool. I'm gonna leave. You good with that? Great. Can I leave? Great. Um, and in which case, she's going to head out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we'll leave Albin there as he fills out some some paperwork uh, before the doctor sees him, and you head out uh, across campus. 